0: You're listening to the Nitty Gritty Podcast with Jen Gall and Shona Hutchings, where they discuss the nitty-gritty of creative entrepreneurship. You've made it to episode three of the Nitty Gritty Podcast. Thanks for coming back. Um, Today, we are going to talk about something that we have probably all uh, felt from time to time, and that is entrepreneur guilt. So we're going to start off the podcast um, about kind of how we, we feel about this topic and where we kind of stand on it. Um... And the first thing we're going to talk about is having to say no. So Jen, maybe you want to kind of talk about where you've had to in your business say no and why, why it sometimes makes you feel guilty. Um, well, first of all, I love to say yes, which
1: is why having to say no is something of an issue for me. But saying no, I think it gives you like, well, shit, this is why I started business this is so <laughs> that I can say no to people. Mm-hmm. Or opportunities or maybe things I'm not interested in. being my own boss gives me that, that freedom to say no. But I think the fact that, you know you want to say yes to everything, it's like it's exciting. There's always so much that you want to do um, that saying no essentially kind of makes you feel like shit sometimes because you want to be able to help everybody. But then you also want to be able to, Mm -hmm. You know, everyone has a story. Everyone needs support and everyone needs help. So being like having to say no to people honestly just feels guilt. Like it makes you feel guilty.
0: Mm -hmm. Do you think that like as your business has grown that you've kind of gotten better at being able to determine who you want to work with and have gotten better at saying no to the people that you don't? Oh, I definitely have dream clients.
1: Like I, I have a client who... I actually, no joke, this past week, I called him my unicorn. (laughs) Like straight to him. I was like, you are my unicorn client because you're just amazing. And it's just so straightforward with him. And I know exactly what to expect. And we're not like a separate part of his team. We are a part of his team. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what makes for us a dream client. Um, And of course, like being straight with us. We've never had to kind of like, you know take care of an ego, or, like, be careful what you're saying, because, like, he's always just been, like, tell me straight, like, yes, no, what's, what's going to work, what's not going to
0: work. Right, yeah.
1: Um. But I think for clients, it's, you know, you, you want to be able to help with everyone, but I think at the end of the day, like, when it comes down to your dream client, like, not everyone is going to be a good fit for your business, and I think, I think you've, like, kind of dealt with that a little bit more recently as you become more aware <laughs> of, like, yeah. what your values are and your yeah. ethics, but...
0: Yeah, so in my business of Hutchings and Co. with the photography side, I think I have been okay with saying no. I think I've recently, like after I wrote my County Modern blog and like I did my whole minimalist challenge and whatnot, I like talked about being able to say no and scheduling things that are important to you. But also when I think about it, my priority is my teaching. So I'll right. have people reach out to me. And I, like, literally, I just can't do the job because I have a full-time job in teaching. So, like, that doesn't really make me feel guilty. The guilt that I feel is when I've scheduled in time for myself Mm. and people ask me to do things and I say no to them. And then I'm like, oh, but really, I have that weekend available. I could just say yes and then just not have the time for myself. But, like, if I don't take that time for myself, and we talked about, like client etiquette and that kind of stuff before and Mm -hmm. having to like have time for yourself so you don't go crazy but if I don't take that time for myself I'm gonna probably then feel guilty that I didn't spend time with my my husband which kind of like yeah I feel I think I recently got a message someone told me that they were desperate and that they like literally Mm -hmm. couldn't get anybody else and I was just like I'm sorry but I don't have the time I have all of these different things I have going on and like that's not really my problem. Mm-hmm. And it's just not not taking the weight of other people's problems is, like, important. But, yes, I did kind of feel guilty being like, oh, she's really in a bind. Like, I really want to help her. But, like, no. Like, I have other clients that I have to prioritize who actually are there and paying me. So I did feel a bit of guilt, but...
1: I think that's yeah. something to say is,
0: like, as entrepreneurs,
1: it's easy to take on other people's problems. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so easy to be put in that situation where, like, you're trying to fix another person's problem, which, like, at the end of the day is our jobs, yeah. right? Like, you're fixing individuals' issues with brand photography or mm-hmm. with, like, learning. Yeah. And then for me, it's, like, finding time for for entrepreneurs to have time for other things. Like, we're taking on, like, we're basically a virtual assistant, an online virtual assistant for people yeah. um, digitally. So, you know, you're, you're opening that door for them, so you're taking an issue that they have off their plate, but That doesn't mean that we need to cause issues for ourselves.
0: Yeah. My um, number one source of guilt probably comes from the amount of hours that I work. Oh. And like, (laughs) oh my gosh. So I work like a full-time teaching job. So I arrive at work probably at around like 7.30, 7.45. I teach all day. Sometimes maybe get like 10 minutes to eat my lunch. (laughs) And then I come home and I feed my dogs I take them for a walk, whatever. And then I eat dinner with my husband and then I just like, I go back to work and I can't like, I'm so honestly happy that I have a husband that's like supportive and like, isn't at my back all the time because Actually. I feel like <laughs> otherwise I'd be like, okay, we need to obviously have a conversation, but I feel a lot of guilt, honestly, because working takes time away from my family. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I think I think we're both lucky in that regard, that we do have partners who, to some degree, (laughs) Mm -hmm. understand, like, that we both have businesses. But on mine, it's also, like, on that bigger scale of when, when like, bigger groups of families want to get together. And especially now that we're getting into Christmas. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. um, I've... I don't know if it's the same for you, but I have a huge family and I counted the amount of times that were, I'm going to use the word quote unquote expected to attend and be present at events. And it's like upwards of eight or nine. Oh my gosh. And it's insane. And I just, I had to say no. And I was like, not only because one, I have a business and the new year is a big year for something simple. But at the same time, it's like, I just want to sleep, yeah, and there's like there is a guilt that's associated with that of, you know, I my family is really, really important to me, but let's be clear, eight or nine events over Christmas um, is a bit much for someone such as myself, and my partner Brad, who are a little bit of like homebodies when it comes to just like life and being together. Like mm-hmm. we would rather just sit at home. but that, you know, that's my thing kind of,
0: yeah, my thing kind of came around. Like anytime there's a long weekend, it's like not, it's not a long weekend. It's a shorter weekend than a normal weekend. Just because like for us, it's, um, because we're usually visiting both families, like my husband's family, and my, my family, we either drive to Sarnia where his family is or drive to like the other yeah. end of London. And, um, yeah, it just feels like, because I have so much going on working full time, like sometimes I'm just like, okay, I'm working like upwards of almost 80 hour weeks i really just want this long weekend to relax but i feel like if i wasn't putting in the time like as an entrepreneur i'd be like yeah totally up for it mm-hmm. because that means all of my other weekends where i'm working as an entrepreneur i would normally have off and then that long weekend with the two events that i have to attend and therefore only really one day off right quote unquote off um <laughs> doesn't it doesn't seem like not a burden, but like, it doesn't seem like I don't have the time to just like relax and do what I want to do necessarily. So I think by having the extra responsibility of my job as an entrepreneur, it's like taking me, I think I remember it was like around Thanksgiving that I told Ryan, I was like, yeah, I'm thinking that maybe like, I'm just going to stay home. And (laughs) And then I remember he was like, don't let your job take away from your family time. He's like, I don't think that's responsible, and I don't think you should be prioritizing something like that over spending time with your family.
1: It's so true, though. Yeah.
0: And I was like, you are right. You are correct. (laughs) Yeah. Love you, but hate you right now. (laughs) Yeah. So I did. I went. But, like... (laughs) I remember having that like internal dilemma being like, oh, I could probably mm-hmm. just stay home and he could go hang out with him and I'll just do the work that I need to get done and then yeah. I can relax tomorrow instead of having to do the work tomorrow as well mm-hmm. as like hang with my family. But yeah, that's definitely a source of guilt for me. So in other words, I should go to all of my nine events. Oh God, no. Oh my God. That's so many <laughs> events. Just combine more family together. <laughs> Over the, your Christmas holiday, yeah, nine. Yeah. Oh my goodness! It's I'm, I have a small family, so yeah,
1: yeah. Well, everyone's like it's, like there's separation and there's big families and big families want to get together and
0: it's like the small. It's just it's nuts. I love yeah. you all. But <laughs> I just I just love you all. I was like complaining <laughs> about my like three Christmases. Oh no, there's, like, which three. I've now somehow dubbed down to two because I combined one of them. Oh, I need yeah. to do that. <laughs> Anyways, enough about our Christmas dilemmas.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I think something that we touched on that's really important to know is, so we're obviously spending time working and, and editing, for example, on our client's work, and then we're trying to spend time with family, but something I think that I know I feel really guilty about sometimes is not actually working on my business. So I know you and I have chatted about like the difference between working on your business and working in your business. So if you're working in your business, you're obviously working on client work or tasks that have been given to you by your clients, um, which is so, so important in terms of running a business. But if you're not working on your business, so that's anything from administration to marketing to social media posts um, to actually creating a plan for the following year or brainstorming or honestly just giving yourself that time to just dream of ideas and you know, meet with people and just build your business and if you're not working on your business the in your business doesn't really go anywhere Mm -hmm. and so I think that that I know is a huge source of guilt for myself um is not being able to actually work on something simple and that's something that like I had a team meeting not too long ago and we were all talking about all these plans we had for 2019. I think that was at least two weeks ago. I haven't touched it since. Oh my God. Because I just haven't had the time to actually work on my business. And that feels like crap. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: (laughs) Especially when it's like your source of income. Yeah. And my team is like so, they were so excited about all these projects we had coming up and we were all brainstorming and we were all jamming and then I haven't touched it. In at least two weeks, and I'm like, how am I gonna launch something next year if I don't actually have the time to work on it? So it's a huge, huge like
0: brain freeze, and like just it just feels like crap, mm-hmm. straight up. <laughs> yeah, mine is like um, I think that. Like, I think Hutchings & Co. is, like, a passion project for me as well. Um, I think because I have a full-time teaching job. Mm-hmm. So, I had talked in our intro. Um, if you guys haven't listened to it, get to know us by listening. <laughs> but I talked in the intro about how why I started kind of counting modern Hutchings & Co. as, like, a creative outlet for me. Um, but, I mean, I am, I'm a teacher full-time, so sometimes I, like if I have the client work, I'll do it until it's finished and then I'm just like exhausted and don't wanna put in the work to like schedule my social media posts or do advertising or like like guys, okay, I started my website in June of twenty eighteen. Yes, I- look at her website. It is amazing and so nice. And <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I need it in my life. Yeah. <laughs> but I, anyways. anyways <laughs> yeah, I started my website in June of twenty eighteen. It was like end of end of the end of the month I think but anyways I didn't actually launch it until September mm-hmm. and I like I'm off. I'm I'm a teacher so I'm, I'm off in the <laughs> summer so like I had so much time to work on it but I was scheduling all of these different photo shoots and spending time editing and all of these other things that I like just didn't uh, get to doing my website or transferring my blog over my blog still isn't live because I just today looked at it and I was like oh it's actually there and transferred over so all I right. can go in and post it but I like haven't found the time to kind of spend on doing it but it's important because if you don't promote your own business and you're only kind of doing the work for the clients that you already have you're not going to get new clients no I actually
1: just recently talked to an amazing individual her name is Jenna she's a business coach and we sat down and we were chatting for maybe even just an hour and it gave me such like just like a great insight into being able to like focus on myself and focus on the business and being allowed I think that's like a really important, important word, like allowing yourself to focus on your business Mm -hmm. and being okay that maybe even starting, if you want to start off with like half a day and just blocking that time off. And that is like, nothing is allowed to impede that time. Mm -hmm. And even that time you can work on the dreaming part of it. And you can work on those, like, small projects and those small pieces that you want to build. Maybe it is a big piece. Whatever it is. Like, at least, like, allowing yourself and allotting that time to just focus on the business. Um, And then I think, honestly, that guilt will slowly drift. That is officially in my calendar for next week. It is called Something Simple Dreaming in my calendar. (laughs) nice. Um, I think it actually popped up today, but... Yeah. Another working on my business was my financials today and that came first. So
0: (laughs) Yeah, what yeah, what I need to do is definitely like go through my finances and determine. I think I like kinda put this aside and I think this is a whole other topic for us, finances, but um yeah, I I think I need to go through and spend more time actually being diligent and paying attention to those kind of things. But Mm -hmm. also like determining like where are my clients coming from Like where, where am I getting my referrals and then where should I be strategizing and planning my marketing? Um, I need to like honestly revamp my social media because I like literally I work for people to like create photos for their social media and I don't even do it for myself. So that's something that I need to work on in my business. Um, and then, Yeah. I think just, like, focusing on making sure my website's up to date and my information is up to date and those kind of things. So, yeah, that's, like, an area of guilt for me is not spending enough time on on Hutchings & Co. and versus spending time on everybody else's business yeah. associated with Hutchings & Co.
1: Oh, we love all aspects of that, mm-hmm. for sure. But I think, obviously, clients come first, right? Mm-hmm. So, your items, our items get pushed down to the bottom of the list. And it's time for that to change. Clients, we love you, but
0: we're going to make time for the business. <laughs> yeah. Our business is only going to get better if we also yeah, focus on it. And that, exactly. that can even mean like oh. streamlining things for clients. Right. Oh, I just love that you said that. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> the next thing that we're going to talk about is, um, for entrepreneur girl is not getting back to your client clients quickly enough. Um, okay. So yeah. true confession, full transparency. I hate emails. Oh my God. Yeah.
1: I love you everybody for sending me emails and wanting to get in contact with me and keeping the communication open. That's important to me, but writing and going into my emails is so daunting. Um, That was something that I just had to kind of figure out a process for um, creating like this, using the stars. So Google, um, Google drive is what we use. So Gmail and it using those stars and essentially like labeling all of my emails is the first thing I do when I open my email. So I have one for finances. I have one for potential clients. I have one for current clients. I have one for things that are going to take me longer than 30 minutes and urgent. And I literally use those stars and those, I don't know, there's like an information one basically it just helps you like categorize and label your emails. I live in those now because Honestly, if you look at my time tracker and how much time I spend answering emails, it's anywhere from two to three hours a day. That's a ton. It's so much. And it's yeah. be- that that's how I communicate with everybody. Yeah. And it's necessary and it's needed, but it is something because it takes that much time out of my day, it becomes so challenging and like daunting. And it's something I have come to really hate. Um, but with that being said, that is a hundred percent on me. I need to get back to my clients quickly and efficiently. And if I don't like answering emails, that's something that I've had to come, I've had to overcome. And using that system with the stars and the categories has really, really helped me. Um, but it can feel not so great when it takes me a couple of days to get back to someone. But that's just how it is sometimes. Sometimes. I have a full day of meetings and in all honesty, something similar to how we were talking about in our client etiquette. You know, I'm, I'm not going to email someone late in the evening, um, or past, let's say five or 6 PM, because realistically, I'm not going to be able to respond to that to the next day, if not until 10 AM. So it becomes a bit of a struggle. This like ongoing battle of, should I be answering these emails? I can't get to them today. Is it okay if I leave it? I'm only going to answer my urge. It's
0: just, it's constant. Just, like, struggle with those mm-hmm. those things. I feel like you should, like, something simple you should do a training on how to, like, prioritize emails. Because that was really interesting to me because I don't have that. Oh, I that. I think it. I probably don't get as many emails as you because I get a lot of, like, Instagram DMs. But mm-hmm. also, I think just because I have, like, some returning clients, we just, like, talk through text or whatever. But... I would be interested to learn about how to like prioritize and use the stars and those kind of things. So All maybe right. that's something that you should consider. We'll a blog post about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Not getting back to clients quickly. Uh, for me, this is more like not getting um, albums. <laughs> or oh, yeah. I guess we call them albums. For me, it's just like their photos quick, yeah. quickly enough. And I feel like a tremendous amount of guilt when it comes to doing that. Um, just because like, y- I guess you have to understand with with working a full time job on top of also doing Hutchings mm-hmm. and Co. Like every once in a while when I get home at four PM I want the evening to eat dinner and watch TV. <laughs> like I, love I don't the girl. but then I sit there watching yeah, new girl. Like oh I I can't believe you haven't watched that show yet. I know I need to get online to get yeah. on it. Okay. But anyways, I find, but then I find myself trying to relax because usually I like, I don't know how to relax. I'm always like doing something. Like even when I'm sitting there watching TV, thinking that I'm relaxing, I'm like either answering my emails or doing those kind of things. Like maybe scheduling social media posts or, or editing. But my, my guilt comes from not giving sneak peeks right away yeah, or like not, not getting back, um, people's People's photos to them quick enough. I think for the most part if people give me a deadline because they know like a launch is coming out or they need them for their website that they're launching at such and such a date at least when I have that hard deadline I'm like okay I can prioritize myself, determine on such and such a days I need to stay up till 12, 31 o'clock in the morning, oh. which is what I've been doing. And I think my friend from Studio 29, Creative Carrie, would be able to attest to this because we have DMs to each other where we're both oh, up oh, I late. I love Carrie. B. Yeah, late at night and we're... I coached Carrie. Oh, really? She's amazing. I oh, okay. Yeah, so we're both like messaging each other being like, I got you, girl. We're both up. Oh. Like, <laughs> I hear you. It's it's hard, but we're we're going to get it out to the people that need it. But... Yeah, I think when I when I don't have those hard deadlines, sometimes I'm like, maybe I will just take this day to like sit and enjoy my dinner for like a good hour and a half and like talk to my family and take my dogs for a walk and whatever, but then I get back from doing all those things and it's like, I don't know, nine thirty, ten o'clock at night, and I'm like, oh, I really should go edit. Like this person's <laughs> been waiting for the thing. So that's where the guilt comes um, from, from me is like getting back their, their photos to them, not so much emails. Cause I haven't really had to deal with that too much. I do have an email currently sitting in my inbox though, that I haven't responded and I'm kind of feeling gu- guilty about it, but I think it's mostly because I'm not quite sure how I want to respond. Right.
1: And that's okay to wait for. Yeah. Because you never want to respond to an email. A, if you're angry or B, if you're not sure. Yeah. Because that always ends in a negative way. Um, but I will say, in regards to what you're talking to, that you are very good at setting those expectations in the beginning, mm-hmm. where it's like, I'm a teacher, that is my full time job. Oh yeah, that's like, I'm,
0: I'm hoping that's 100% transparent to mm-hmm. people. I don't think that people go into it being like, oh, she doesn't have anything else to do, what's taking her so long? Like, n- no, no, no. I'm no, like no, no. teaching the future generation of children to be amazing creatives. Like, I'm sorry. There you go. There you go.
1: <laughs> Ding! Yeah. That's amazing. Um... On top of, so something that is, obviously emails are always added to my to-do list, but speaking of to-do lists, that is something my team lives and breathes by at Something Simple. We actually have an Excel document in our Google Drive where it is our like to-do lists and we each have a sheet and that sheet is like so scary for me. It is endless and sometimes I'll get to the end of the week And I will have an item on that to-do list that hasn't even been touched and it should have been touched on Monday. Um, Hello, guilt. Yeah. It is so horrifying to look at that to-do list on a Friday and say, shit, that has been sitting there all week. And I'll, if it's urgent, obviously it gets done right away. But in the event where it's something that can be carried through, then at the, on the Friday, I'm looking at it saying this needs to get done. I'm going to stay up similar to how you're doing kind of your albums mm. and your photography and sneak peeks. Like, I'm up to one in the morning trying to finish whatever it is that needs to get done so I can look at my weekend and be like, okay, it's clean, it's free, it's white space. But something I have learned to live by with to-do lists is that that to-do list is going to be long for the
0: rest of my life. I was gonna say I think in entrepreneurship it doesn't matter like you can check off everything on your to-do list and there's still gonna be another one waiting for you tomorrow.
1: There are always that to-do list is never going to end and I think this is something really important to tie into the note how we were talking about family and um, making time for family because I had so Brad my partner his mom was like can you come over for, this is like a couple months ago, but she was like, can you come over for dinner? And Brad, of course, checked in with me. And he said, what do you have going on tonight? Like, do you have time? Is it okay with your work? And I was like, babe, my to-do list is going to be here forever. Mm -hmm. Let's just go over, let's have dinner, let's spend some time with family. And then I can work either later tonight or early in the morning. Like I'll make it work sort of thing. Um, but yeah, that to-do list is going to be endlessly long forever.
0: How do you get over, like, because I've had similar situations where it's like, hey, can you come over? And I'm like, so I would be like a friend or it'll be like an event that someone's asking me to go to with mm-hmm. them and whatever. And I'll be like, no, because I have like stuff to do for my business. So how have you been able to like get over the fact that there are other things that could potentially be more important or more more of a priority to you? Because I think I've said a no to a lot of things that I probably should have gone to because I've been doing things for Hutchings & Co. instead of attending like family events or Mm
1: -hmm.
0: yeah. Mm, That's such a good question. I think for me it comes down to like the
1: urgency Mm -hmm. of what it is that I'm working on. Right. If it's something that needs to be done for like 8 or 9 a.m. the next morning then that that's kind of your answer right? Like I don't think it's fair for you to be up till three or four in the morning and I do think family, friends, and partners should understand that you know, you want to be able to prioritize what's important, but at the end of the day, like you also still need to honor your deadlines as well for your business. Mm -hmm. So for me, it just comes down to like timelines, which I think is important. Like how you were saying, like having those firm timelines is so key Mm -hmm. because that gives us an understanding of when, what it needs to be done. But then also with timelines, like if you're not able to finish it by a timeline, I always connect with my clients or my partner or whoever it is, the timeline is set with and i always say like i leave that communication open where it's like okay this isn't going to get done by let's say friday mm-hmm. can i give it to you saturday at noon right yeah but in terms of yeah in terms of being you know saying yes and saying no to events it just it just comes down to timelines and really when things need to be done if you can even go for an hour to an event and just you know say hi be present and be present By, like, you know, phone is away. (laughs) Yeah, Um, Real present. Real, real present. Active Mm. listening, friends. (laughs) Um, All of that, I think, is really important. But, yeah, timelines,
0: priorities, family. Gotta love it. Okay, so, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I think I just... I do think about urgency, but I think, to me, I just, like, think everything is urgent. So I just really need to go through and decide. I actually... My partner, Brad,
1: he gave me really good advice. So I had tickets to an event... And he said to me – so I asked him, like, oh, like, I don't really know if I want to go to this. It was, like, a networking event. Um, It was for branding. And, yeah, I was, like, I have tickets for this. I'm, like, going to go on my own. Like, I don't really know if I want to go. And he goes, well, like, is it mandatory? Like, do you have to go? And I was, like, well, no. And so he just said, okay, well, don't go just because you have tickets. Mm -hmm. He's, like, if you really want to go, go. But if you just have tickets and you're only going because you have tickets –
0: Then, yeah, there's not a real reason
1: to go. So, that was, like, that always sticks in the back of my mind when I, when there's an event where I'm just, like, not feeling it, or I'm, like, I have to have something else to work on, or I kind of just want to sit at home and play with a dog and
0: watch
1: TV or something.
0: Okay, so our last guilt (laughs) issue is finances. I don't want to talk about this one. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we always like cower when we get to like finances because we talked (sighs) about it in the last episode too a bit. Okay, so for Hutchings & Co, my guilt just comes from like, I think because I have a full time job, I'm like comfortable in that job and like I Mm -hmm. haven't really had to pay a lot of attention (laughs) to my my finances in my um, entrepreneur business. Uh, so my guilt stems from honestly just not being that in tune with it, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And like I have, so I have, I think I talked about this before when I was talking in the client etiquette episode, um, on expectations and kind of like setting your budget and those kind of things. So mm-hmm. like you, people should know what your budget is. And, right. um, I was saying how like I have things I have to pay for, so I have to pay for like hosting of my blog and my website and i pay for my subscription to adobe creative cloud and i have to pay for my scheduling app for my social media posts and there's like a bunch of different things that i pay for and like i understand those things but when it comes to like the actual incoming income incoming income i don't know the the income that i get from my business versus the actual expenses that i have i think i kind of understand but where yeah my revenue so But where I'm actually, like, spending some of my revenue, I I think I'm not so in tune with. Because I have, like, certain marketing – I don't even have a marketing budget. I'm just like, this goes under marketing because I'm spending (laughs) money or doing something for free, but I'm not really, like, paying attention to where it is. And that – and my husband has had, like, a conversation with me being like, you really need to, like, focus on this because if you're not, (laughs) like, actually – getting money and putting money where it should go, then mm-hmm. you should focus. So I think he said he was going to make me a spreadsheet and, like... Go for it, girl. Go, yeah, which is awesome. <laughs> but I also kind of want to be in charge of my own finances yeah. for my business. So I think, yeah, just being more in tune. Because right now I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I had this money from this shoot, and I spent it on some marketing marketing thing. Or I spent <laughs> it on gifts for clients. Or right. I spent it on this kind of thing. So, yeah, I think I just... My guilt just comes from... I need to pay more attention, I guess. Yeah. Mine is like very similar to that when it comes
1: to finances. So we do have a bookkeeper um, and she's amazing. She's so, it's so like no judgment. She's so guilt-free. She's like, tell me how it is. Okay, this is the issue. Let's fix it. Um, Or let's work towards this. Or here's your reports or here's payroll, whatever it is. Um, But for me, it's just more of like being aware of everything that goes in and out of the business and I was lucky enough to be a part of like a grant program this past summer we got some great finances we got some money out of it um, and a business plan but that was like kind of where it like smashed me in the butt just <laughs> kicked me in the butt when it was like okay what are your finances every month something I have learned from this though is that Everyone looks at their finances differently and everyone tracks their finances differently. So we use QuickBooks, which is like what our bookkeeper uses and what we use like for tax purposes and just to kind of know where we are, um, like our accounts receivable and our loss and our profit each month and everything like that. But um, even going into like my monthly meetings with a with an advisor, it's essentially like, here's my finances, but it's not how they would normally track it. And it's like, well, this is what works for me. And this is what makes sense for me. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's just coming from a perspective of someone who maybe doesn't, like, I don't know. I don't live and breathe finances. Like, my profit and loss statement, my account, like, all of, like, when I look through QuickBooks, it is daunting. Because the amount of reports I can print out is, like, so so scary. Um, but it's, it is, like, it's this, like, form of guilt. Because it's the last thing I want to do at the end of the day. And totally, like, this... I literally spent five hours, four to five hours this morning, mm-hmm. working through some financial stuff that had to get fixed or some um, issues with some of my QuickBooks and some financial thing. Oh, my gosh. Like, I'm so lucky to have a great bookkeeper. If you don't have one, get one. <laughs> if you are a business who needs support with finances, highly recommend outsourcing that um being fully aware of your finances is super important and that's just like a that's just something you have to make as like an intention for next year or even right now you know just just be aware of what's happening in your business um especially if it's your source of income if it's like your only source of income i need to know what's happening first and foremost because i have staff like they need to be paid so, finance finances are scary. Like that word of money, it has. It's kind of like this. Like, oh, you need to know what your money is like because if you don't, like, you'll be in trouble. But just figure out what works for you. Mm-hmm. Figure out a system that works for you. Find people who understand whether it's your business, or your industry. Uh, find a bookkeeper you can trust and just like sit down and work through it and find a way that works for you in the business. We've changed how we hand over our invoices, like, three times to our bookkeeper because we just didn't find one that worked until actually today, which was magical. Magical epiphany Mm -hmm. happened this morning. Um, But, yeah, finances are, like,
0: terrifying. Well, quite honestly, like, if you don't, if you don't, let's say your business is in red. If you don't know that, your business isn't going to be successful or lucrative. So, like, you have to know...
1: And yeah. Keep like your personal and your business separate in terms of finances, especially for a small business. I think that's like a huge oops. Um, and just a huge challenge for a lot of people. It's like they just don't they don't separate those those two financial statements at the end of the month. And it's like just keep those two separate because it's important to pay yourself because at the end of the day, like A pay yourself, but B take care of your business. <laughs>
0: Yeah, like, you need to be able to, like, live and enjoy life, and <laughs> oh sometimes uh-huh. you need to, like, pay for things in order to do that, like eating. And like eating. Going and- out every once in a while. Okay, so let's talk about some solutions, then, because we talked about a lot of, like, things that lot of cause issues. us guilt. So, like, a lot of guilt comes from our finances, not spending enough time with our family, staying up late, um, not prioritizing some things that we should mm-hmm. prioritize, our endless to-do lists, and also... Um, getting back to clients. Getting back to clients quickly enough. So, like, what How are some... Or what... Sorry, not how. But how, what are some things we could do in order to improve on the guilt that we feel in some of those things? So, we... Um, Decided one of the things that we could do is focusing on one thing at a time. Mm. So I think for me, I get distracted when I have a lot of stuff going on, and I'm like, oh, I need to do this, and oh, I need to do this, and I need to do that. Hello, to do list. Yeah. So like being able to create a to do list to check off, but also prioritize those things on the that to do list in terms of urgency, I think is like an important point for me.
1: Ooh, speaking of that, so. I actually haven't done this in a little while, but I used to do something every single day and it was called, um, call it the MIT list. So the most important thing. Mm-hmm. And so I used to only have three. Mm-hmm. So it's similar to how you're talking about urgency. Yeah. 100%. So even if my like, to-do list was 10 items, I made sure I marked off three that were like MIT items. Yeah. You had
0: to do those. You mm-hmm. had no exception to, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. So focus on one thing at a time. Oh, this is like my favorite thing ever. Something that
1: we're really sticking to for 2019 is do less better. So choose to do things that you really, really, really enjoy doing and doing it really, really well. So even if it's something where like, I mean, I think something for entrepreneurs, it's so easy to similar to how we talked about saying yes and no, Mm -hmm. we say yes to everything and we get so excited and we want to do everything, but you can do anything, but you can't do everything. So if you choose a couple of things that you really enjoy doing and is making you profit, if you do those like handful, three or four items and you do them really, really well, that is your sweet spot. And honestly, I think when you do, let's say it's four, three to four items that you do, even if it's two items that you do really, really, really well, and you become, you've, you've created a process and there's a system to it. And it's, it's working for you. I think that's
0: when you can kind of begin to scale up Mm -hmm. and grow. I I think when I look at do less better, (laughs) I think about like in terms of my like target market or like who my Mm. ideal client is. Because for me, I like, I could have people asking me to take photos of anything really. True. Yeah. And, and I think I've I think I've been saying yes to everything. One because I like haven't been paying attention to my finances as much as I probably should have, and I probably didn't need to take on as many people as I had been. Um, but also because like I was just saying yes to things because people were asking me, but not necessarily because I actually wanted to do mm-hmm. them. And I think now that I kind of have an understanding of my business and what my goals are and who I want to work for and my ideal client, I can then choose who would be better for my business. And I can, I can focus on those people, like giving them a a better experience through Hutchings and co rather than just taking on everybody and then get overwhelmed with the amount of work I have to do. Oh, so true. I love that you
1: use the word experience too. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people can provide products and services, but I think it's important if you can provide an experience Mm -hmm. for someone or for a client. That's That's a great word. Um, and I think, too, I had previously mentioned how for two, we have a lot of... I have 2019 on my brain. It's like a big guilt. It's a big excitement. 2019 is huge for something simple. A lot of growth happening, but something that we're really focusing on is an intention word. I kind of get hung up, and I don't really enjoy the idea of setting New Year's resolutions or goals for the, the new year, because it almost sets you up for failure. So I like putting an intention word behind it. So what, like, what's your intention for the new year? What's your intention for your business? Um, and for us, we're really focusing on back to basics. So we're really focusing on something similar to do less better, but we're really focusing on what we really enjoy doing and doing it better. Um, and I do like how you were putting it, kind of into perspective with like figuring out your niche in your industry and saying yes to clients you're really excited about mm-hmm. um or that aligns with your business and we, we really do want to get back to what we really because honestly 2018 was like crazy year of like growth of growth for something simple and similar to saying no and saying yes we said yes to so many different projects i think for us that was really important because we discovered what we didn't like as oh, much yeah. as we discover what we did like, mm-hmm. um, so 2019 kind of we're, we're taking a step back and we're saying, okay, we did a few things we didn't like, which is okay, and now we're looking back at things that we really enjoyed doing and really focusing and honing in on those, and that's kind of why I'm so amped up about
0: 2019. That's and, awesome. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, um, so for my 2019 intention, I think is just focusing more. On, like I was saying, with clients that I really want to work with. I've mm-hmm. had a few requests for things that I'm just like, uh, going back to the guilt thing, I understand that they want to hire me and. Well, oh, because your I photos do. are amazing. <laughs> Thanks. But like <laughs> some of these people and what their intentions are for their brand are not really in tune with like things that I value. So whether that be like creating companies that are ethical and Mm -hmm. have a low um eco footprint and are giving back to the community and like those are the types of people that I support but there's some other businesses that have contacted me or people that have contacted me that want me to work for them as well and as much as I like really want to help that individual person some of the work that they're doing outside of like their own business or maybe they're part of like Mm -hmm. a larger a larger brand that I like I just don't Want to do it, so I think for me, it's just my intention for 2019 is really focusing on who and what I want to do. Not who I want to do. That sounds really bad. (laughs) The wine is starting to kick in. (laughs) Who I want to work with and what I want to do, because I have. Well, I already talked about how I have to like prioritize my teaching, but in the time that I do have to work on Hutchings and Co. and with the clients that I have, I want to make sure that who I'm working with is who I want to work with, and not just who's a Who's asked me to work with them? Right. Okay, so that is going to end our episode three on um, Entrepreneur Guilt, Um, and we just want to let you know that if you guys uh, missed anything or you want some extra information on um, the episode that we talked about or Mm. any of the things included in this episode, we're going to include the show notes, so be sure to check those out. Maybe Jen will (laughs) write her blog on how to prioritize your email, and if she does that by then, I'll make sure that we link it, but if not, then make sure that you check out the Something Simple blog because she'll be doing something about that, so make sure you follow. Along.
1: Yeah, and we'll uh, we'll tag anyone that we've mentioned in the podcast as well. So we had a few names that we mentioned, and we'd love to connect them uh, to this podcast as well because they're great people. Mm-hmm. So feel free to check out the show notes. Um, we will send out any of that information on our Instagram feeds. So thanks for listening today. Um, if for sure stay tuned for our next episode and if you haven't heard about who we are and what we do take a listen or enjoy a listen into our first episode
0: yeah okay <laughs> so it's great great to talk to you guys and we'll see you next week bye uh, bye that's all for this week's podcast with Jen Gall and Shona Hutchings tune in next week for more nitty-gritty